Kevin and Mike are here to give you great news. Nice. Hey, and welcome to episode 3,214 of Great News. Nailed it. Isn't it hard to imagine that we've done that many? Nah, man. You know why? Time flies when you're having fun, Kevin. Time for an intro. (laughs) Intro! This show's about to begin, bro! So say hello to the happy goodbye to the blues, because Kevin and Mike are here to give you great news. Beautiful. Thanks. Uh, these are all positive stories. Yep. And if you, honestly, if you watch like a couple of them a day, it makes a huge difference. It makes a difference in Mike and I just pulling those stories. We are, we actually are helped. I, I agree. Our my, mood. My, my mood is so, so enhanced. It's so uplifted just from trying to look for these stories. So we hope it has the same effect on you guys. Speaking of that, um, Kevin and I have both received um, a lot of tips for great news stories via you guys on social media at the Kevin Ryder. I'm at Mike Catherwood and please continue to do so. And also subscribe if you like this. Yes. Um, we've, we talk about a lot of people who help others and we talk a lot about, uh, a lot about people who don't necessarily have the means to do that. They don't have billions of dollars and they can just write a check for a hundred million. You know what I mean? Right. This is, so this particular girl um, had a friend who was diagnosed with leukemia and she was on the swimming team. And they decided they were going to swim 200 kilometers in 30 days. Whoa. Do you know how far that is? Let me try to do the math. Uh, like a 10K is like six miles. So 200, you said 200 kilometers? 200 kilometers. It's uh, like 120 miles? It's 124. Hey! How about that? Hey! Nicely done. LA Public Schools. <laughs> but this is how they decided to go about raising money. For her friend, they were going to swim 124 miles. All at once? In a month. No, in a month. I was about to say, were they (laughs) iron women? No, but in a month, even so, 124 miles, long way to swim. So check this out. Never mind, never mind, never mind. Come on, Swiss. Come on, Swiss. Swiss. Come on, Swiss. Come on, Swiss. I don't think this is the right clip. You screwed up, too. I like the Sandlot. I like the kid got to get the little kiss in. But you should have shown, like, like sharks devouring humans. You could have gone with, like, like Sharknado or Jaws or... No? Yeah, yeah, he looks pretty crappy. Yeah, not the clip. Let's go. All right, here's the clip. They're taking the plunge for a great cause. Starlight's annual swim challenge has the Launton Club aiming for 200 Ks during February. But this is far more than just a club charity initiative. Recently, my friend has been diagnosed with leukemia and I thought it'd be a fun way to like raise money for her and other children that are going through the same thing. Caitlin's generosity was infectious. 11 of her teammates rushed to help. Together, they're chasing $5,000 but they'll gladly accept more. I'm so proud of all of them. They've done so well, and I'm glad that they can all get behind it as well. Quite amazing what the swimming community can do. 
um, to help a good cause. Morgan, a Canadian Olympian, couldn't be prouder. His young squad have all set their own goals. Remarkably, at just 10, Dana Gardner's target is 50 kilometres during the challenge. That's 1,000 laps. I'm going to try and swim as much as I can. I've raised $1,000 so far. Even doing her homework in Dad's car before chasing more Ks and more cash. The kids are putting in the hours in the pool with their coach, getting up early in the morning and uh, swimming as much as possible. Possible? You can help. Visit Launton Swim Club online. Laura Dimmick, 7 News. Is that uh, South Africa? Yes. Or New Zealand? Okay. Uh, I think it's New Zealand. New Zealand. Um, th- those accents are always similar yeah. to me. Um, it's really nice to see that even in other countries, teenage girls have that same affect. Like, even with her accent, she was like, like, my friend got... <laughs> Like leukemia, you know, they have that like weird intonation. In the, a valley girl. Um, yeah, like the, she had leukemia. We thought we'd do some kilometers. <laughs> I just want to point this out. This is always the same. One person says, hey, we should do this. A whole bunch of people go, yeah, I'm in. Yeah. Count on me. No, yeah, yeah I mean. It, it happens with every GoFundMe. It happens. It just takes one person to start and then a lot of people fall in line. Yeah, my, my high school football coach used to say that about, like, motivation and inspiration. He said, the fire exists all the time. It's just you need a spark. Yeah. Like, if that one person can be a spark. Um, this is a really, again, just a, a real simple one. There's not someone doing some uh, Here's another video of someone farting. No, 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 no. Oh. No, I, this one actually is a, is a real uplifting story. I, I, this one uh, really made me feel good about myself. Not myself. This one made me feel good about life. <laughs> This one made me feel good about life. You know life what? I love yesterday. me. I love myself. This one made me feel really good about life yesterday when I found it. Um, you have twin daughters. Yes. I have one daughter, so I can only imagine it must have been amplified for you. But you remember that transition when the training wheels came off? Oh, yeah. And they were actually riding a bike on their own? Yep. This young girl who has uh, developmental disabilities, her parents uh, thankfully decided to film the moment when she got, got on the bike and rode for the first time without training wheels. Ruby, what are we doing, darling? I'm riding without training wheels. Is this your first time ever? My first time ever, yeah. Okay, here I go. Go, Ruby. Go, look and go, Dad. Pedal, pedal, pedal. Keep going, pedal. Keep pedaling, keep pedaling. Turn, turn. Oh, my gosh. What the what? <laughs> Ruby. Ruby. You did. Oh, my gosh. What do you have to say? <laughs> I'm so proud. Oh, my Oh, come on. Dad could barely keep up with her. I know. He was, he was like chugging along. <laughs> Not exactly Michael Johnson, that fella. <laughs> uh, my next one is about a nurse. Hard to believe. This nurse, though, is a, a, a North Carolina nursing student. Mm, okay. Tell me more. Nope. Who got uh, cancer. Oh. And was fighting cancer while studying to become a nurse. Wow. Watch this. I didn't want cancer to take over my life. In May of 2019, Victoria Glosson was diagnosed with stage 3 Hodgkin's lymphoma. The 22-year-old was in the middle of nursing school. And they just said, you lit, up, you lit up like a Christmas tree, and that's how they uh, found the cancer. I just didn't know what to do with myself, because cancer doesn't run in my family, and it was just a surprise to all of us. Instead of letting it defeat her, Victoria started to fight. Chemotherapy began in June 2019, and she went back to finish what she started at Forsyth Technical Community College. Day by day, 
That's what we had to do is take it day by day, clinical by clinical, test by test. She graduated in nursing school, but the cancer came back in August of 2020. It meant a stem cell transplant and another six month battle. I expect bad news with every doctor's visit. So I'm like, there's no way. And my doctor was like, yes, you did it. Like you're cancer free. And so it took me a while for it to sink in. That news came February 11th. Her father, who's a Guilford County Sheriff's deputy, was just as shocked as she was. When she said cancer free, I lost it. It was just so relieved. And it's like a thousand pounds came off my shoulders. Like, oh my God. Because every day we're walking on eggshells. Are we going, what kind of news are we going to get? And as a parent, that's, the glory of God just touched us. Victoria now plans to help people with their battles in the hospital. Going through this process and this experience, really has made me a better person and it really makes you appreciate life so much more. Tyler Harden, Fox 8 News. Yeah, How good for her. her man. Beautiful it's, human spirit. It seems like it's always the people who have it the most difficult that inspire others. Like she's the one who should have been depressed. Everybody else should have been trying yeah. to cheer her up and she's cheering all of them up. And not only doing it, um, and fighting that, but to do it with a smile on her face the whole time. Yeah. It's really, it's really nice, man. That's a great story. Um, Kevin. Yes. This is a true statement and you'll back me up. Okay. That for a while I was a professional porn titler. That is true. Yeah. We, um, we had a radio show in, uh, LA and we had a connection <clears throat> with porn and Mike started throwing out comedy names and this connection that we had said, hey, why don't you give us some names for porn movies? And Mike was hired. And I did for a while along and, and they made a lot of my movies. And I was telling Kevin, I would get the boxes in the mail from Wicked Pictures who was, who was doing this I, and they'd be my titles and I'd open them up and I'd be like, oh, I, I really felt like I was nominated for a Nobel Prize or something. I, mean, I felt so, like I'd really achieved something. But Kevin. you know you weren't being nominated for a Nobel Prize. No, but I felt okay. like it, Kevin. Right. I, I was realizing, we all, cereal is one of the most universally loved foods. I love cereal. Everyone you loves know that. cereal. Who yeah. doesn't love cereal? But it's mostly our affinity for childhood cereals. Yes, agree. Right? Like, no one is like, man, I'd just love to get some Special K. No. It's always like, Lucky Charms and Frosted Flakes. It, you have this beautiful connection to these amazing, delicious porn, or excuse me, for, uh, these cereals. So I was thinking, what if I made adult cereals? Like, why isn't there adult-themed, like, porn-themed cereal? Okay. Because that's a world that everyone loves. Right. But it's only for kids. Why not introduce? So the parent, so these are going to be on the shelves, and the parents are going to come and, and, and grab. Be like, yeah, that's what I want. Okay. So, Frosted Flakes, right? Yeah. What about Frosted Face? I understand. You don't have to do the the motions. You know, cherry I understand. I just think no one's gonna want to eat that. What if there's a whole series okay. based on Cheerios, and it was called Cheery Hose? And it's just really happy. They're very happy. Hose. And then you have Honey Nut Cheerios. Right. So you could have Cummy Butt Cheerios. Who's going to buy the, that? That's a terrible idea. You would have never got hired with that one. Fucky Charms? <laughs> you would have been hired after that one. What about Captain Munch? <laughs> <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.
I know people, uh, I prefer, I like ebony porn, the Afrocentric stuff. Okay. You could have cocoa muffs <laughs> instead of Fruit Loops. Would you buy poop shoots? No, 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 no. That one's a little. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> many gay friends. Yes. I think they'd be interested in jizz and him toast crunch. <laughs> That's in place of cinnamon. Jizz and him. I heard you. Cin- yeah, I heard you. Maybe I'll take the one drop back to the drawing board. <laughs> Just some ideas for you, Kevin. I mean, I would have bought a couple of those. Sure. Uh, um, drum circles suck so much. Agreed. Uh, I live in Venice Beach, California, which may be, besides like Berkeley, the haven, the mecca of drum circles. Yeah, agreed. F you. All, because... Uh, it takes no musical talent. You just sit there and all your friends and no one has any idea if anybody has any rhythm. It's, key, it's just like, don't you don't you don't boom, 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 boom. But <laughs> when you have senior citizens on lockdown during COVID, I think a drum circle is beautiful. Check it out. Yeah, go, Grandma. Uh huh. Crossover. This guy on the right is not good. Right here. Come on. I did this. Drum circles, drum circles can rock. That one does. And better than the last three times I saw Tommy Lee. (laughs) Well, he may not have been at his best. Uh, my next story is in uh, North Omaha. This woman in celebration of Black History Month, I just want to point her out to you because she does, I don't know, four or five different things and okay. keeps up with all of them. Her name is Ashley Spivey. Play. Let's watch this video. Make it go. Ashley Spivey wears many hats. Her main role is program officer at the Kaufman Foundation. She's also the director of I Be Black Girl. She's the co-founder of a restaurant called Best Burger, and she's the founder of Young Black and Influential Omaha. And most importantly, she's also a wife and mother. I feel like I'm a serial entrepreneur, and really I like to build things. I like to build things um, and see things come to fruition that add value to community. The Omaha native is a community activist and entrepreneur, but in all her roles, her mission is the same. So I think the major theme through Etro is uh, racial equity and then addressing anti-blackness within systems. So in my philanthropic role, I'm actively investing in entrepreneur ecosystems that support underrepresented um, business owners and founders, that being folks of color, black folks, women, so on and so forth. By opening her burger joint in North Omaha last year during the pandemic, her entrepreneurship is making a difference. And then with my restaurant, you know, being a business owner, we really wanted to be um, 
thoughtful about how we showed up in our community. So we use higher grade quality ingredients, we are an employer, we provide jobs to the community, and we also work and build a business where we live. A difference even in her own household with her seven-year-old son. Uh, my son says he's the manager of Best Burger, you know, so I'm already wanting to embed this entrepreneurial um, kind of uh, environment and feel for him as well. And so um, it's been really exciting to see despite some of the hardships that exist. And with Ivy Black Girl, they advocate in the intersection of race and gender. So we are the lead organizer on a natural hair bill that will expand and clarify protections in the workplace, which is big. Um, we are advocating for paid family medical leave in partnership with Women's Fund. As we celebrate her work and the work of other black leaders in Omaha, Spivey says this is a great time for us to reflect on how we can celebrate Black History Month not just in February, but every day. Go to places that you wouldn't go, patronize black businesses, but then also put them on your rotation throughout the rest of the year. Um, so I hope this month gives folks an intentional deep dive, but they're still committed long-term to embracing um, and understanding black culture. And in the spirit of reflectivity, Spivey says it's a time to acknowledge those who also paved the path for her. To achieve racial equity, I don't think it'll be in my lifetime, but right, like we're each chipping away at it to leave the world in a better place and went in the way in which we received it. And so I just really want to uplift and thank them for their work that they have done so that I can be doing the work that I'm doing today. How crazy. I can't even keep track of all the things she did. I know. That's, uh, it is, it's inspiring. Oh, there. <laughs> <laughs> good burger. That no best, she, best she burger. It's better than good burger. She opened a restaurant during the pandemic. Dicey. Yes. Yeah. Hopefully it works out better in Omaha than here in LA Agreed. County, you know? She um, seems to be able to do whatever she wants to do and it works out. That's really She's beautiful. an amazing person. It's really inspiring. Yeah. Um Kevin, you are no stranger to the festival concert. Correct. Um I do love yes, you do. festival concert. And you have a lot of fun when you're there. I do. You're a guy who likes to do that. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, not so much at, say, like Coachella, because it's hotter than Mercury. Um, and then when, colder. Then, then it, uh, you're actually on yeah. Uranus when, <laughs> right. at the nighttime. But uh, it doesn't tend to get muddy. But a lot of festivals I've gone to, it, it ends up getting muddy. Right? Like Lollapalooza. People start Chicago. slipping. Right? Yeah. yeah. And it can be a negative because, hey, who wants to ruin their day? slipping and sliding but if one person owns it then it can catch on and then it becomes positive and beautiful okay and i provide you the strangest situation but here's like two minutes of people just slipping and eating crap in the same spot at the same concert and people start to become more interested in this than the show itself check it out i love it <laughs> Fell. 
would you do that? Why would you swim in the bunk? Why are you swimming in the bunk like? <laughs> I'm not sure I wasn't at this one. <laughs> He's like, no, I'm good. I'm good. Yes. Yes. Look at pouring water on it or beer or whatever to make it worse. I can't decide. This, it, it strikes me as Europe, but then everyone's accent seems American. Yeah. I don't know why, but Kevin... To me, this was good news. This was great news. Yeah, agreed. That's fun. <laughs> that is fun right there. Especially, like, no one's getting hurt. They're just falling. And when they fall, everybody cheers. And everybody seems to have a good sense of humor about it. This guy is wearing women's panties for some reason. <laughs> Don't laugh at her. <laughs> oh. So they know the place is slippery and they just don't tell people? No, they just watch. <laughs> this guy's like, no, no, I'm good. I got it. How's he still standing up? I remember one time you and I were at Coachella. Yeah. And we met up and I was with my wife and you're like, hey guys, how are you? I'm going to go see the Sahara tent. And we're like, okay, no problem. And we were keeping texting yeah, back and forth. We were keeping tabs on each other. And by the end of the night, your texts to me were like JJXY291. That's a lie. And I showed up, I was like, what? Is, what is, and she's like, what, what's wrong? I was like, what do you mean? What's wrong? You know, early, in the <laughs> early in the afternoon, it was like, hey, guys, where are you? I'm going to see the refuse. I'm going to say that's, uh, that's spell check. I don't know why news. it was it's fake drunk, okay. but the spell check on my phone was drunk, not me. By the way, I also went to a, a show like that in Lollapalooza when Foo Fighters were playing. And it was... Pouring. Was that the famous Lollapalooza with like where like Green Day actually went off stage because there was so much mud? It was yeah. crazy mud. Yeah. I was it was uh, mud up to my knees, but a lot of people were leaving, so I was just working my way forward. And Foo Fighters kept playing. You get your own private show. Yep. Yeah. In the middle it. of the mud. Who doesn't like a little mud? Come on, people. Right? You're not made of sugar. I don't know. Outro. You know what I'm talking about, bro. <laughs> Say hello to the happy goodbye to the blues. Go get yourself some Fruit Loops or some poop shoots. <laughs> Kevin and Mike are here to give you great news. Nice.